Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Timothy Robert Dunn. I'm one of the two hosts of this uh, show we do called 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, and uh, basically all you need to know is that uh, I do this political podcast with the return spirit of Abraham Lincoln, and all I need to do is say his name three times to summon him. We're going to get right into it today. Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. Hello, Timothy. How are you, sir? I am okay. Yeah, me too. Real be- uh, bummer of a week. I just want to get this out of the way ahead of time. Last week we spent about two to three minutes thinking we were sa- talking about the same topic. Sure. And we ended up doing a Bachelorette podcast. Correct. For Side point, do you have any thoughts a week out from the Bachelorette finale? I have nothing to add that I didn't say anything. Still ended up with the wrong guy. Still. Okay. I bet she's texted the other guy by now. Probably. Yeah. So this was an awful week in America. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Hey, I bet when you uh, started this podcast, you didn't think it would be so relevant to talk to someone from the 1860s uh, this long after an election or just in general, but it seems like literally uh, I am, uh, my era is in the news all the time. It really is. Um, so we had this... Uh, horrific tragedy in uh, Charlottesville over the weekend. Right. Uh, One woman died. Uh, Two police officers uh, were involved in a fatal helicopter crash. Um, Nineteen other people were injured when a white supremacist drove his car into some counter-protesters. Correct. Um, A lot of things have happened. First thing, as far as the president's response, um, he came out and said that there was violence and hatred on many sides, uh, which most of us out here in America said, wait, what? Uh, to the on many sides part. Then I have to imagine, and I bet you share the, the same theory I do, which is that General John Kelly probably said, you have to go out there and condemn white supremacists. Sure. And that was, what, Saturday? Mm-hmm. Was that Saturday? Yeah, Saturday he did that. Nothing really happened on Sunday. Uh, Monday, he comes back out for a press conference on infrastructure. Right, but first he makes a statement Yes, where he's kind of pouty, and he says, uh-huh. oh yeah, I, I disavow the, the white supremacist movement. Yeah. The reporters start asking him stuff about, obviously, Charlottesville. Uh, he wasn't supposed to take he, questions. He wasn't. He, he, wanted to t- he yeah. wanted to do this. He was angry. You could see it in his body language. Um, and so he starts answering questions. He doubles back down on his original statement. When he, well, you know, his body language is very verbose. Let's just say that. It's like, you know, I think he's well past the healthy word count for a BMI there. I mean, it's just like really rambling out of his pants. Sir, given the tragedy that happened, perhaps we can forego the fat jokes. I, I honestly think... There's never been a better time for fat jokes. I, in my time, you would be hard-pressed to see any man the size of him. I understand. It would only be, like, men of great wealth. Not even that. Really? No. That is absurd. Only your sick, twisted medical advancements could keep that man alive. No one makes fun of him for that, and no one makes fun of his stupid hair or his weird skin tone. Not to be one of those people, but it's a weird tone. Yeah. Um, 
Sir, there's something I've been wanting to ask you about all week. Yes, 280 pounds. That's I know, again, I it's not the way. It's I not think the he's way still around 280. 130, <clears throat> 130 kilos. Um, sir, uh, one thing that caught my caught my attention during the press conference that I, I figured you'd want to say something about um, was when Trump uh, uh, sort of went into the slippery slope argument of, Okay, well, now we're getting rid of Stonewall Jackson and Robert E. Lee statues. What's next? Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. Sure. Um, your thoughts. Uh, okay, that's a good that's a good lead-in. Hey, you remember <laughs> that uh, that guy, that Brian Duff guy that you, you hang out with? Yes. He's a fat little scamp. You should not hang he's out with him. He's a fat little scamp? He's just a, he's a troublemaker. He's not fat. Well, he's up to stuff. Okay. What, what's going on? Why do you bring him up? Uh, I saw this week on Twitter. He got into it with some Harvard... Uh, professor of constitutional law, who a said Harvard professor of constitutional law. Yeah, how did you, that happen? I, I don't understand how your friend Brian Duff is up to the things he's up to. I don't ask questions. He has a very strange and baffling online presence. Let's just say this to the least. Well, some of it is like satirical characters, and then some of it is him like picking fights with people, kind of. Right. But it's usually with like a, he, a smirk. Yeah, he needs yeah. something better to do. Uh, that's that's very clear. Anyhow, did, okay, let me ask you this, because it seems like you're familiar with this Twitter exchange. Did the Harvard Constitutional Professor put something out, and then Brian responded to it? Yeah, correct. Okay, so that makes sense. He put something out stupid. It okay. was, was kind of dumb. I mean, he's not, he, he's, it's not like he's smart. He's a lawyer. It doesn't really matter. So, anyway, he put something out saying, oh, great, we'll take out this Robert E. Lee statue, but who's next? Uh, Thurgood Marshall, a, a justice on the Supreme Court? He had slaves, and he used the law to manipulate the system so he could actually get wealthier off of the slave trade. Are we going to take his statue down next? And then your friend Brian Duff, he really popped off at the mouth on this guy as if he knows something. He said something like, uh, well, I think it's a pretty clear distinction that you pull down Robert E. Lee's statue because he uh, was an open rebellion to the United States. That maybe the United States shouldn't build statues for people who fight against the United States. That That's a pretty good demarcation. Sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they were... It was an unlawful secession. It was seditious. It was absolutely treasonous that they were traitors. Why do we have statues for these people? Sure. Can you imagine? I mean, I've said this before, but it really grinds my gears that you guys put up statues for them. I mean, they had a choice. They could have chosen not to secede and to stay in the Union. Yeah. I'm and they all yeah. chose to protect the institution of slavery. And that was what it was about because I got elected without any southern states and I had said on record that... I wasn't going to interfere with the institution of slavery, but I thought it was wrong. And that in itself was so radical, they all seceded. Yeah. So, I don't really think they need statues. We don't build statues for British soldiers or German soldiers. You or... probably don't call it the war of British aggression. It's probably just the, yeah, the ind- war for independence. That's correct. Um, the war of Nazi aggression. <laughs> I guess... Trump was Trump was over this. He was past it. If he had waited another day, like from a political standpoint, he could have cruised back onto whatever infrastructure, whatever he wanted. To. Right. Then he had a tantrum like a baby. Yes. So it's for to answer his question, no, we're not going to pull down George Washington's statues because you don't have to worry about that man. I mean, it's there's a clear demarcation. That man fought for the United States. The reason we want to take down these statues is, in my opinion, is that they are unlawful. These people were. They were criminals. Right. Why are we building them statues? Um, now, we should remove them, but we should remove them lawfully, and we should remove them quickly, and we should have never put them up. It's, it's, it's clear they were put up for one reason, and that is just to harken back to some sort of 
uh, quote-unquote better time when there were slaves or at least Jim Crow or segregation right. or something. It was clearly put up for intimidation. I guess I don't understand why Trump doesn't just rely on, like, the old Republican standby answer when things get iffy, like, politically, which is this should be allowed, this should be up to the states, or this should be up to communities to get rid of these statues if they want to. Well, that's one thing I have a question for is, why are these people allowed to march? Uh, the white supremacists? Yes. Um, I, I think, I, you know, most people would argue that their opinions are covered under the First Amendment freedom of speech. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I, I would, I know, you know, I would argue that maybe they aren't, but then again, I did throw <laughs> a bunch of reporters in jail for just yeah, saying me things about me. Why do you think they're not? I would just think, do you really want to spend your tax dollars so uh-huh. the police can go protect these people? Because they're clearly antagonizing. They're clearly there to cause these kind of problems. Yes. That's why the blaming both sides thing was so sickening, is because one side wanted this to happen, and it happened, and then they finished it. And they were lucky that it wasn't the other way. I mean, the, honestly, uh, this, this was the best possible, uh, the best possible outcome for them. Mm-hmm. Um, sir, how do you feel like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, I'm sure there were white supremacist rallies when I was growing up, but we didn't have 24-hour news networks at the time, and we couldn't show footage of them. So do you feel like what, do you feel like there is a balance between, you know, confronting them and covering them and then also empowering them in a weird way and giving them attention? I, I, that sounds also like a very conservative mindset. Let's not even talk about it. <laughs> Let's just act like they're not there. And that's kind of where I'm coming from for not even letting them march. I mean, what's the point? That's what, you know, what's the point? I should add that I am also a reforming white supremacist, so I mean... Right, yes. So, also, please don't take down my statues. Like, I usually look way better in statues than I did in real life. Have you noticed? Yeah, I have kind of noticed. They make me look real handsome. You still haven't watched the Lincoln movie, have you? Uh, No, I have not. You look pretty good in that. Okay. Yeah. But that guy's not nearly as tall as I am. No, he's not. You're right. That's an insult. He's a pretty tall guy, though, isn't he? He's, like, probably 6'1 or something. That's like not 6'5. That. <laughs> so you were, like, James Comey height. Yes. Uh, James Comey? He's, like, 6'8. I thought he was, like, 6'6. Oh, he's a monstrous man. Okay. I'm, like, 6'5. I'm worried we're getting off topic. Okay. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't cover these rallies so much, but here we are. Uh-huh. But that's the whole point of the... Why his... his uh, half condemnation at the beginning was so frustrating is because these people trade in this whole slippery language. Yeah. At least back in my day, we we, we espouse some stupid stuff, but we would at least come out and write and say it for the most part. I, it's just... It blows. That's actually not true. I, I should... I should, That's not true. Yeah. I just thought of like five things that were true. <laughs> when Jefferson Davis gave his uh, commencement speech or whatever he called it, when the Confederate, Confederacy was <clears> launched... <throat> He went in this, like, weird, long tangent where everyone knew he was talking about slavery for, like, four or five minutes, but he never said the word slavery, because I guess it was, like, a harsh word. He's being cutesy about it. He was being a real asshole. Yeah. Um, but there's a statue of his dumbass somewhere. I also want to point out... I'd like a statue of him, but maybe, like, my fist up his ass. I need to talk again. Okay. Just briefly. Throw something out in my into huge, the... huge, giant fist. From my 6'5 frame. Shoved right up his tiny ass. 
Um, I, man, I go back and forth over and over again about when Obama was president and Republicans would jump down his throat during his responses, I would say to myself, I'm going to treat the next Republican president better um, because I don't like this behavior. But I don't know if that's ever possible because every time he does something like this, I truly find it despicable. Sure, I understand. There are people who believe that we're capitalizing on this for partisan reasons. Sure. And to them, I think it's just absurd. I mean, first of all, like I said, the, the supremacists wanted this to happen. They yeah. wanted it to get ugly. They wanted to antagonize people. So it happened, mm-hmm. and people uh, uh, got hurt. None of their people got hurt. Lots of the other people got hurt, just like they wanted. And now their cause is out in the open. You know, it makes sense that they would protest the removal of a General Lee statue. Why's that? I mean, because he's just like this figurehead for the whole idea that America's just for, like, white white people. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? I don't know if you've ever talked about this. What do you think of of Steve Bannon and Stephen Miller? Uh, I, well, I don't, I don't think I have a full opinion on them. Maybe Mm -hmm. just I would say that they're, um... You know, fat ass blowhards, intellectual charlatans, and dumbass pieces of shit who don't actually uh, who know the primary source documents they claim to reference and make up history on the spot to justify their own ends. But uh, I'd have to look into the matter. Right? Yeah, it doesn't more. seem like. <laughs> uh, I mean, what is what does Trump do now? Like, like can't he can't walk this back? We saw who, who he was and what he believed in. A moment. woman was killed. Yeah. And his, he's still interested in covering his ass and blaming the victim for being right. killed. Now, I will say, like, I, if you are just really stretching here and trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, it's impossible. Right. I mean, the truth is, is that we all felt sick when we heard what he said Saturday. I felt sick all weekend, and I don't normally feel sick. Normally, I'm just on this phone, cruising, just watching... Kim and Ray J and having a good time. Let's not get into Kim and Ray J on this podcast. It's okay. I've noticed some new things in it. I think there's some Easter eggs. We're not going to... Sure. But I felt sick all weekend based off what he said. Mm -hmm. Now, I think perhaps going forward, it would be best to maybe follow the Southern uh, Poverty Law Center's advice to maybe not have counter-protesters at these awful, hateful rallies. That seems to be what the people who have them want, and I don't know when we give racists what they want. Like, since when do we do that? It'd be better to have other demonstrations and other places as a show of strength so your numbers don't conflate their numbers and the police don't have trouble separating the two. And more importantly, I still think you should talk to community leaders and say, hey, do you really want to spend our community dollars mm-hmm. to, to prop up these people? Right. A few other things I, I, I can't stop thinking about with this uh, story. The president has... Uh, uh, a Jewish son-in-law, uh, his wife uh, converted to Judaism, and they have a child who's a, a young Jewish woman. And <clears throat> yeah, like, what are those conversations like with his children? Right, because the Nazis, they, uh, they they didn't care for the Jewish people. Okay, they killed six million. Jews. Six million. Yes, man. I apologize for saying didn't care. Uh, that was a horrible, horrible under understatement. Uh, yeah, under yes, I understand. It's hard to describe that six million. Yes. Um, you guys talk about that, right? The Holocaust. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, we talk about that. 
Okay. Uh, some people deny that it happened. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I hate modernity. Not many, but there's definitely some that deny the Holocaust. That's yes. absurd. Yeah. You know, I knew a boy growing up who denied there were whales. What? Yeah, but we lived in a landlocked part of the world. So how would you know there were whales? You could say they were like unicorns or something like that. Sure. He was yeah. like, I don't think they're whales. And I was like, where do we get this oil from? He's like, I don't care. I hope someday he made it to a coast and saw a whale. Yeah. I mean, but that's like the extent of the not believing in stuff that we had. I mean, we, had, we believed in some crazy things in my time. Right. You guys, now today, you, you just question things for the sake of questioning them. It doesn't do any, any good. Like... Like the flat earth? Or global warming? Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Or uh, 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 the Holocaust? Yeah. It's like, what is the point of, of questioning those? Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't know how those conversations go at his house. I don't know. The I other thing... Oh, they, sorry, go ahead. I don't, I don't know. I couldn't speak to those. The other thing I wanted to uh, bring up is just the idea that, like... The thing... The, the, maybe the best description I saw of what happened in that press conference was uh, in response to the Charlottesville tragedy, Trump uh, decides to fight instead of um, like heal uh, the country. Like, he's not he's not good at these sentimental moments. These moments of um, healing and unity, bringing people together. He's never been good at that. I mean, if you look at his campaign, it, it was about bringing together his side Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> He's always fighting. Yes. That's a good point. I suppose, yeah, he's not exactly interested in... in he says he's interested in uniting things, but he, he's not. No, and he's, he's never given his money or his status, never thought about race in America. No, he clearly takes yeah. offense to being called a racist, yet he's done enough to... Uh, put himself in suspicion for having some really strange views. Absolutely. Have you ever heard him talk about his genes? No. He talks about his good genes a lot. His good German <laughs> genes. He speaks about these things all the time. About how that's why he's smart and some people aren't and this stuff. I mean, that in its own is a pretty big jump. That's pretty bad. To something, but to, I mean, it's hard to jump from that to supremacy. But he does all these weird things about what he said about Mexicans and Muslims and... Uh, the birther conspiracy? Of course. Yeah. Which, very odd. His only response is, I am the least racist person. Yeah. Well rehearsed. Again, in 2017, you all agree that racism is bad, at least, which is something we didn't agree on like 150 years ago. Right. Some people were like, no, this is the way of life. Uh, but none of you agree on what it is. Uh, you know, not all of us, but... What's the Martin Luther King Jr. quote? The arc of progress is long, but it bends toward justice. It's very slow. That's another reason why I take kind of offense to the people who are like, well, why do we have to, what's after this? If we take down this statue, what's the next statue? It's just like, well, that's, that's kind of how progress goes, man. Like, progress is made. No one's ever going to bemoan, oh, we've had too much social progress. Why couldn't yeah. we have just been happy with the couple of inches we had? Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you think there's actually any morality to civilization in itself? Do I think there's morality? Like, do you think civilization itself is a moral good thing? Or I think it's kind of a neutral thing? Um, like I mean... Art, science... Originally, it was just about defending each other, right? Sure, so a few of us would die of cracks. Warding off barbarians and stuff like right. that. Right, pooling resources. 
But then, like, okay, I don't remember whose quote this is, but it's like, libraries are one of the only justifications for why human being human civilization is worthwhile. Like a library, a library's good. You know, you can't argue against a library. That's, a library is good, <laughs> but there's probably books in there about how the Earth is flat and the Holocaust didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, probably. I just think that. Perhaps that quote is is reassuring, but I do think it requires folks to recognize that this uh, doesn't just happen. It has to be kind of fought for. Yeah. There's always a lot of people who who will fight every way against it, and that's why you can't take progress for granted. You have to actually work for progress and make progress. But it would be great if we had one of these where just, like, not much happened one week. Right? Uh, yeah, that's uh, usually when I talk about a movie. Or, uh, I still got the FX app. Uh-huh. Seeing a lot of, of the Spider-Man movies. There's a lot of them. The Tobey Maguire or the guy in between the new Marvel Both. Spider-Man? Okay. I like the, I really like the one with, uh, Topher Grace. Uh, oh, oh, Spider-Man 3? I really like that that's one. That's not a very good one. I like it. Do you like the jazz section where he's like He's evil dancing? And he, no, and that's he, not very good. he plays good. the piano real fast? I, get, I don't want to get into this Because he's evil, stuff. and he can play the piano better because he's evil. And plus, it's all about really twisting the knife to Mary Jane, who, who he broke up with. Any other thoughts on uh, President Trump's response uh, to the tragedy? Yeah, it's just a very strange um, twist of events of... Um, and weird victim blaming and mm-hmm. <sighs> pretty gross. Yeah. Um, well, folks, uh, I think that's it. Um, you know, if you're going out to protest for anything, be safe. Um, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. All right, let me just turn this off here. What are the, before you, what are the, the Easter eggs with the Ray J and Kim? Oh, story? yeah, um. Well, I, he he uh, he makes it seem like there's going to be a sequel, like during the sex or like after it. Um, kind of like during. Do you think there's a hidden sequel somewhere? There's more. I don't. I don't know. Um, maybe that would be huge. That would be a. That might be a bigger news story than any of this Trump stuff. Honest to God, in our modern society. Well, maybe you should try to find it. I don't know if that... I don't know if Just tweet at Kim K and ask her if there's a sequel. <laughs> Sounds like something Brian Duff should do. Yeah, he probably has little to nothing else to do. I'm, I'm going to turn this off. Okay, I'll see you.